Welcome to the Lincoln Baptist Daily Reading Program. Today is day 78, looking at Deuteronomy 3 and 4, and then John chapter 11, verses 17 through 37. As we continue to work our way through the book of Deuteronomy, Moses continues to tell the story of what the Lord has done, how the people have both succeeded and failed, and how the Lord is to be honoured in all things. Yet there are two particular verses I want to pull out today. The first is in chapter 4 and verse 2. God's word in entirety is to be honoured and obeyed. Not one word should be taken away from it, nor any words added to it. And this simple fact is true, that scripture as a whole is to be taught, lived and believed. And this truth hasn't changed from the time of Moses to now. This truth is one that sadly is no longer being accepted in many churches. They take issue with elements of scripture, so either they don't teach them or they bring a false doctrine to cover it. The word of God, though, is clear. It is entirely true, has complete authority, and nothing should ever be removed or added. The second verse that stood out to me was chapter 4 and verse 9. There is an encouragement, actually more of a command, to tell the next generation and the next generation about the laws of God and all that he has done for the people. It's so important that we seek to guide the next generation in the word of God and in who God is. How would they learn if we do not tell them? How will they see and believe in transformation through Christ if we do not show them? How can the next generation of church leaders be raised up if we do not first talk about the word of God and all that God has done for us? Do you realise that each person listening today has a role to play in not only taking the whole word of God, but sharing that word with the next generation? Each one of you is an ambassador for the gospel. Each one has a duty to ensure the next generation knows about God. So here is the challenge for us today. How are you impacting the next generation? Are you praying for them? Are you teaching them? Are you supporting them? Let's head into our New Testament passage and into John's gospel. We return to the story of Lazarus and note here that he had been in the tomb for four days. Three days was deemed as truly dead without any error of judgment. Four days is a significant piece of information. There was, in the eyes of all around, no hope of Lazarus ever coming back. Tomorrow we'll see what Jesus does, but today we look at the interaction with others. He declares that he is the resurrection and the life. He provides eternal life and he holds that life in his hands. There is always hope in Jesus, for he is supreme over life itself. Upon hearing this, the faith of Mary and Martha well up to the point where you can tell that they not only believe in the eternal life that Jesus is speaking about, but that he, if he chooses, could raise Lazarus from the dead. In compassion, Jesus is moved to go and visit the tomb of Lazarus. And we often forget that Jesus has compassion to those who are suffering. He understands suffering and is moved by those who are going through the trial. This is the comfort that we have in knowing Jesus. He is compassionate toward us and he has power to help us endure. The encouragement is to lean on Jesus, to not feel alone, to not feel helpless, but to have faith and trust in Jesus. He is in control and he can do mighty things and he does not leave the faithful alone to endure any trial. What a truly settling truth. Jesus is always there, especially in the time of need. Let's pray about these things. Father, we do pray that we would not feel alone, that we could draw close to Jesus and know his compassion and know his might to endure through the trial. Father, we pray that we would be serious about your word, 
always looking to believe and to live in it entirely, not taking things out, not adding things to it. And Father, we pray that we'd be faithfully teaching the next generation so that the next generation of believers in Christ and church leaders would be raised. We pray this in your glorious and precious Son's name. Amen.